Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. You're watching the Cheese Room podcast, um, YouTube edition, but this is also going out uh, through the podcast tonight. So um, welcome, everybody, if you're watching at home or watching on Catch Up. Uh, just going to quickly say hi to everyone. Um, joined this evening by um, Shannon. How are you, Shan? You all right? Enjoy that? Yeah, I'm good. That was, that was very enjoyable to watch. It's nice to actually watch Spurs and feel quite entertained by it which makes a change so yeah good 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 result I love it when watching Spurs is not stressful which is like um not very often at all um Steve Mr Diver the accountant is joining me tonight how are you Steve are you are you well well I'm not well I'm not well I have Covid or or man flu I don't know what's more dangerous but um I'm gonna go man flu I think um but yeah I'm good it was Entertaining, dare I say it? Entertaining. Who thought football could be entertaining a lot after a last year we've had? But it's a good game. Well, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's always a pleasure to watch um, Spurs win, um, especially at home in a, in a packed stadium, a big European night. Um, and hopefully we'll have at least one of those to look forward to at some point in this season. Um, so, Chad, were you surprised by the strength of team we put out tonight? So, Harry Kane. Uh, made captain for the night and, um, you know, looked like he was pleased to be back in front of his home fans, maybe in a half-empty stadium. More pleased about that. Were, were you surprised at the strength of team we put out tonight? No, I wasn't surprised. I thought Nuno would go quite strong just to make sure we get the job done. I was surprised, though, at the strength of the subs that he brought on. I thought, get the job done in the first half, bring on some kid. But no, he, he brought on Sonny, Hoybier, Delhi, Bergvine. I yeah, I was I was surprised at the subs he brought on. It was it was a bit surprising the strength of that um that starting eleven. Steve Kane leading the line as captain. Were you, were you a bit surprised to see that? I thought he'd come back into the fray against Watford uh, at the weekend, 
Um, but straight straight in for this um, this big fixture, if you can call it that, was uh, Mr. Kane. Were you a bit surprised about that or expected it? Um, pretty much expected it. I mean, we had to win the game. We obviously lost first leg. I think everybody everybody's downplaying the competition, but if we win it and we've got... Okay, first leg aside, we do have a realistic chance of winning it, and it could be silverware. We couldn't muck around. Um, yeah, Kane hasn't played much football. Get him fit um, for Watford. Yeah, why not? Although he did look... I don't know if anybody else noticed. He looked curiously tanned. Um, that extra week in Florida must have done him a world of good. Yeah, well, he was at, apparently at the chairman's um, boss's villa, wasn't he, um, Shan? So, you know, maybe maybe this was the case. Maybe he's innocent all along and we all got it wrong. But he got a great reception uh, tonight from the fans in the stadium, didn't they? They were singing the, the one of your own um, song again and he applauded them at one point. And um, at, at the end of the game, you know, when he went off, I should say when he went off as a substitute, um, he got a good ovation, didn't he, from the crowd? Were you, were you surprised about that, or do you think now all is forgiven and that's it? We move on. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised by that at all. As football fans, we're all very fickle, aren't we? I mean, I'm still a little bit disappointed in how he behaved, but he looks like he's banging in the goals. He looked happy that he was scoring. He has a smile on his face again. He's applauding the fans, and I think he's on the road to redemption. That's for sure. I was surprised that he was captain, though. I will say that. Mm, it was a little bit surprising and, and quite clearly designed to be a vote of confidence um, from the gaffer to, to Mr Kane, showing him how important he is to the side. And it'll be interesting to see um, how loud the stadium is um, at the weekend. Um, I'm sure there's going to be possibly the loudest rendition ever of uh, he's one of our own, I would expect. And, and hopefully we'll all be there. I think we're all there this uh, this weekend, supping a few one of our own points, uh, potentially. Um, exciting to get back to the stadium, Steve. This will be your first game against Watford, won't it? You must be, you yeah. Must be thrilled. Yeah, first game back. Um, so missed first two. Um, I won't be drinking that particular pint. I think it's absolutely rancid. Um, <laughs> although, true true story, I was the first uh, fan in the stadium to have a pint of it. Um, oh, really? And I drank half of it, so I thought it was absolutely piss. But um, so maybe maybe not the good good one to taste. But um, well, you're not be coughing champagne anyway, aren't you? Sometimes um, I do do get into the gin and tonics later on. But it'll be good to get back. Yeah, I, I can see a few a uh, few people commenting about not um, not quite forgiving Kane. Yeah, I don't quite forgive him either. I think he his behaviour is out of order because I'm professional. But at the end of the day, the only thing I care about is the club. The only thing I care about is you know the result the club gets in each and every game. So you know, if on Sunday I have to cheer him um, and kind of encourage him on, I'll do that because that's all I care about. And that's all I care about, to be honest. Let's let's get the team on the pitch, yeah. winning, and get back into that top four, so we don't have to play Mickey Mouse competitions, right? Um, however, having said all of that, let's break down the game. So um, I think the thing that impressed me most about Kane's first goal, and, and I can't believe I'm saying this, um, was Harry Winks's play. Um, brilliant tackle and a beautiful pass um, over the top to to Hill. Um, Shan, what did you make of Winks' performance tonight? Um, I'll let you take it away rather than me talk about it because um, 
I'll find it too difficult and emotional to talk about. I know that must have been very painful for you to say, Caller. So don't worry, we're all here for you in the cheese room. I'm, I'm sure it's a very tough time for you. Um, yeah, I thought he had a good game. He did everything that he needed to do. From what I saw, he didn't have any Harry Winks moments. Um, obviously, really good tackle to get the ball going forward for the first goal. So, yeah, hopefully, if he can carry on like this, then we've got a good good player on our hands. Can I just can I just say I don't want him anywhere near the first team this season, and I think he's found his level in um, the Europa Conference League, but I can't deny that first goal. He absolutely did the business. Um, Steve, anything on Winks from you? Um, do you see him as playing much this year or will he be more utilised for this sort of competition, Carling Cup, that kind of thing? I mean, I hope not. Like, he's not... He's clearly not good enough. He, he had a decent game tonight. He had a couple of um, a couple of good moments, you know, a lead up to the first goal. Yep, great tackle, great ball. He gave the ball away a lot. He he tried to ping some long kind of uh, Toby style passes, um, mm. which not I don't think one of them came came off. He's just not a good enough player for us. Um, so I'm hoping hoping we see very little of him. Yep, me too. Let's move on. Um, so <laughs> Hill, <laughs> Hill, who actually squared the ball back, the final ball into the box for Kane, which was a fantastic ball. And I thought he's played, by the way, all night. I mean, we can see why we swapped him for Lamella and a boatload of money, really, even though mm-hmm. Lamella is tearing up the league where he is now. Um, I've got to say, I thought Hill was excellent today. Shan, um, what a really good, and what was his home debut, I guess. Um, really good performance, I thought, all round. Any any comment from you? What what did you make of him? I mean, firstly, the goal was was a lovely little um, pullback, wasn't it? But he was doing that all night. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a reason he's one of the most highly rated young talents in Europe, and he's been called up to the Spain squad at the age of 20. Um, definitely looked the business tonight. I'm so, so gutted with all the chances that he had that he didn't get a goal for himself tonight because I really think he deserved it. Um, yeah, lovely ball into Kane for the first goal. Obviously, a bit disappointed that he got a yellow that weren't a yellow. I think he won the ball fair and square, but slightly tainted his home debut. But I think brilliant. If Harry Kane hadn't have bagged two goals, he would have been man of the match for me. Absolutely. Um, Steve, impressed by Hill? Yeah, I'm, I'm in love with him already. I mean, I mean, you that's... sound really impressed by him. I do. Um, no, he he had a cracking game, didn't he? Um, yeah, he he looked dangerous. He looked exciting. Like, we all go to football, yes, to see us win games, but we also want to be entertained. And it goes back to the entertaining point. He's an exciting player to watch. And if I were in Watford's defence... I wouldn't want to be playing him this weekend. Yeah. Well, I hope he gets in the starting lineup. I mean, at the moment, he's, uh, it's difficult to, where he's going to put in. Would you put him in for Lucas, maybe? What do you say, Sham? Where, where, would you, where does he fit into this side? I think if he comes in for anyone, it'll be Lucas. But I think it'll be Lucas that'll get dropped for Kane. So then you're looking at it and you think, are you going to take Bergvine out? And Bergvine looked to have a good game when he came on as well. And he was very good against Wolves. So I think if, if we do see him this weekend, it will be as a sub. But I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the, in the Premier. League. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing him, seeing him in the Premier League and seeing what he can do. Mm, absolutely, he seems to have great balance. That's what I would say about him. Like he's so quick between his feet, 
Um, really, really, really good um, sort of balance on the ball. I, I mean, you don't know which way he's going to go, and that throws defenders left, right, and centre. Um, he's and... a player that um, that Spurs have come to sort of love over the years. We love these flair star players. So mm-hmm. let's hope we see him in the Premier League really soon, uh, representing the the, the 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 badge, the the cock on the chest. Um, but constantly. Goal. So going Sorry. back to him real quick. He constantly got fouled, constantly won a three kicks all over the pitch. Um, you know, so that that's a really good sign. Um, although hopefully it doesn't go the Jack Wilshere route of winning a lot of free kicks and then getting injured for the rest of his life. Um but he also has a tackle on him. He made a couple of really good tackles. Um so he looks like a kind of you know, he, he he looks like a solid buy. Yeah, absolutely, he does. And um, the Celso, obviously. Oh my God, we've been um, we've been hijacked. Been hijacked. Sweaty, <laughs> <laughs> Franco. You just run. I've, I've, well. I ran. I ran back to get the train, and now I just jumped in the shower quickly. Oh, so come and join the party. It's beads of water, not sweat. Thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, how was how was the atmosphere tonight, Franco? Um, you Oof. know, I, I don't. I didn't hear the number of how many people were in the stadium. Do you know? Do you know how many it was in the end? It's probably better atmosphere than Man City by far, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was pretty quiet. I mean, like Kane got a really good, um, a good cheer when he was introduced, and then obviously when he scored, it went off then as well. Um, but yeah, generally it was a bit quiet, wasn't it? Um, I had plenty of space. I was basically socially distanced i could get that much space it was amazing wow that's good that's and good. move around i sat in about four different seats it was nice Thank yeah you. i tried to get into diver seat but they wouldn't let me <laughs> but half of them are blocked off at the moment so yeah don't start him that, franco he's very salty about the fact that he might get moved yeah very <laughs> um second golf came from pressing much higher at the pitch so uh Lacelso's tenacity really what um sort of I think won that goal. Um, Shan, what was what was your view of that that goal? And and again, Kane Johnny on the spot to finish um, with a love a lovely t- a couple of touches and, and finish. But um, Lacelso made it. Your view? Yeah, I think Lacelso played a big part in that. And Harry Kane just has a knack for being in the right place at the right time. He's just such a natural goal scorer, and he's in nine times out of ten he's going to be there. Um, but yeah, Gio made that for me, and I think he had a really good game. So. Hopefully, this will be the start of him having a really good season for us because I think we really need an on-form geo in the squad yeah. at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. Franco, were you in the stadium in the flesh impressed with him? Um, did he stand out to you tonight? He, he seemed to be everywhere. I think he grew into it as well. I was a bit uh, concerned to start with that only him and Winks in the middle. But I thought Winks started off brightly and, and then as he faded, I thought Lacelso took over in a more sort of attacking sense. So, yeah, it, it was good. We were trying plenty of those balls in between the fullback and the centre-back to either Cess or Doherty or whoever else was out there. And, you know, a few times it worked out. He had a few good balls. Him and him and Winks, I thought, did quite well against, you know, fairly timid opposition tonight, weren't they? Mm. Yeah, they certainly weren't exactly um, the um, most uh, vivacious opposition we've had to play. Um, however, we should have shut their social media team up and, um, you know, one chirpy's sort of on a back, hopefully, after 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 knocking them out. I, I, I think I was rather upset about seeing him dry hunt. Um, <laughs> by the, um... At least they didn't turn him into Nando's, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> there is a shortage of chicken at the moment. They could have been desperate. 
Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know there was a shortage of chicken. That's great, Franco. Um, so, half-time cruising, 2-0. Were you worried, Steve? Did you think at any point, you know, Pacos might come back into this or, or were you just chilled? Pretty chill. Um, they had a couple of opportunities, fine, but I think we had control of the game. Um, I was more worried about, you know, the inevitable Spursy thing happening of Sun getting injured when he came on or Kane picking an injury up or something silly like that. But we looked, we looked well in control. So, yeah, they only had three shots on target. Yeah. And, you know, we could have been well away of the game. It could post twice. Um, Sun should have scored two, probably, at least one. Kane yeah. should have scored within the first. Or could have and, scored, I should say. Yeah. It, was a, it was a difficult chance, but could have scored very early on. Absolutely. Um, the Celso free kick then made it 3-0. Carved the nerves down in the stadium. Um Franco, did you have a decent view of that, or were you miles away? Did you did you see? Have you seen a replay? Wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly serious. Deadly serious. I was looking at my phone. I was just like, oh, and then I, I literally saw the second it went in, millisecond. So you know, he put it in. You went, oh yeah, like played long. Um, Shan, did you have a slightly better view of it than that? <laughs> I had a lovely view of it from the TV. Um, I- it, it was weird how it went in. I'm quite surprised. I don't know if it came off the keeper, but from that angle, I'm amazed he got that in. And can I just say, I'm just so happy to see someone taking free kicks other than Harry Kane because he is <laughs> hopeless. If Gio's gonna, if Gio's gonna slot him in from that angle, get him taking free kicks. It was lovely to see us actually take advantage of one. So, yeah, yeah props to Gio. I think Kane's going to be demoted on all fronts this season, isn't he? He's going to try. He's going to try and walk up the ball. Get off it. You've been a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I can see that happening, especially with the free kicks. Get off. Yeah. I think um, when we bought Gio, there was a lot of talk about his corners and free kicks were like really, really good. Um, but he, he's obviously been very in and out of the team, so he's never really got never really got a run of games going. Um, Steve, where does he slot in? Who who would you put him in for if if we if he was going to start on Sunday? Where would you slot him in the team? Because this this is the problem at the moment. That team from the first two games looks quite settled, doesn't it? It does. I don't I don't think I would play him. So for me, he wouldn't slot in. Okay, but if he was to, where where would he fit? <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult question to answer, given given I wouldn't. Um, Just say Delhi's place. Yeah, but. That's the only place he can go, but Ali's run more than any other player over the first two games. He's yeah. played really well. He's in form. He's a in form. He's a confidence player, and he seems to have some confidence back. Yeah, and he's got so big I, strides well. So when he's when he's running, he really is covering a lot of ground, like a mm. shit ton of ground. Uh, Delhi, bless him. He's bulked out of it, um, but yeah, I mean, he'd have to change in for Delhi, but I I wouldn't do that. Okay. Um, what about Skip Franco? then? You what? Sorry, Franco. Why don't you just change him for Skip then? I guess at the weekend playing against Watford, I think uh, Shan made this point the other day is that we need to change it up in the midfield when we're playing teams that we're, we're looking to have a go at. So I think one of Skip or Hubier could could drop out. But then, really, then you've got the question as well as out of who and Lucas or Bergvine misses out because Kane's likely to come straight back in, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, but remember, Watford are probably going to have the goat in their midfield come Sunday. So. <laughs> oh, we can only oh, wish about that. Please. We know please. he's going to score. We know he's going to score. We all know. I, know tell, I hope my hairdresser's not watching this. He tried telling me Suzuka was a really important key player last time, went for a haircut, which, um, you know, I did tell him he was joking, but he had a pair of scissors around my ear at the time. So I didn't like lean in too heavy. I didn't go too hard on him. But Josh, if you're watching, Shit view, mate. Shit view. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stessignon in the stadium, Franco. I don't know what the, the, your view was like. He was up and down. He was very active, trying to get into the box a lot. Did make mm. quite a few mistakes, giving possession away a lot. What's your view on him and where he slots in this season? Um, is, is he another one, a bit like Winks, who we can probably expect to see in this kind of competition, um, but probably won't feature too heavily unless injuries play a part in the league? Pretty much that, yeah. Uh, I just don't know whether he's got the defensive qualities to, to play as a, as a wing-back or not. And today, the wing-backs were quite often higher than uh, Lucas and, and Brian were, weren't they? they? They were able to come back. And the problem is, is him taking on a man. You see, like, Brian's just come in and he's he's looking to take players on, drop a shoulder, do some tricks. And Cesc doesn't really do that enough. I just feel like he's a bit a bit of a straight-line player. Um, and he's got pace and, and he put in a few tackles and stuff. I, I, I thought he had a, a fairly decent game, but he's not impressed once really in a Spurs shirt yet. So he's got a lot to do this season to, to get near a first team place. He looks yeah. clumsy, doesn't he? Clumsy. He looks really clumsy in the ball, um, which I'm surprised perhaps. He never, he always looked like a skillful player at Fulham. Mm. But for us, I, I, just, I don't quite get it. He's just look, he doesn't look comfortable on the ball. It's like his shoes are the wrong size, isn't it, Shan? Um, you know, yeah. he, he, he's right. Steve's right. I get exactly. You, I understand that analogy completely because he doesn't look comfortable on the ball. We spent twenty-five million quid on this kid. It looks like money really badly spent, doesn't it? Yeah, just like Jack Clark. Shan, you are pushing it. You are pushing it. No. <laughs> He looked like he looked like he was just a little bit lost every time. Every time you saw him try and do something, he didn't look like he quite knew what he was going to do. And I mean, even Cess had a couple of chances that he could have probably put away, but just he just wasn't composed at all tonight. I think it was definitely. I think he came off first. I think that's probably the right decision. So I think Davies is still ahead of him in that left back spot at the minute. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd agree with you. Um, what I was going to say, Romero, did you see his yellow card? Um, um, I'm, Frank, I'm not going to ask you because you were down the other end of the ground and I guess you didn't see it quite clear. It, uh, to quote an Arsene Wenger, you didn't see it. Um, Steve, did you see the yellow on um, that Romero got? I mean, it's possibly up there for worst yellow of the season for my money. But you'll be... So th- this is a bit of a um, Chris Kamara comment. I've got absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stream did cut out. So the, the very illegal... Uh, viewing on my TV did cut out a little bit, so it must have been during then. I didn't see that. Um, um, what what see... did you think was bad about it, caller? I'm going to go to Shannon because I'm just hoping one of one of the three saw it apart from me. Shan, did your stream work at that point? Of course it did. Of course it did. Yeah, Never it a doubt. Fun. Never a doubt. Yeah, no, that was the most ridiculous yellow card I've ever seen. He won the ball. He was advancing up the pitch. The referee was quite, it took his time to blow the whistle as well. He was already off and on his way. I must say with Romero as well, I loved how many times he got into the box. The only thing that slightly terrifies me is that leaves Doherty, 
uh, Davies and Dyer at the back. <laughs> so if we were to get counterattacked by anyone half decent and Romero sodded off into the box to try and get a goal or an assist, and you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was, he, he, you can tell he played for Atalanta. He was so progressive with everything he did. And he didn't. He didn't put a, well, hardly put a foot wrong for me. I think he was much more solid than he was last week. But he had better players playing around him. So imagine what he can do in a full strength eleven. Yeah, I just I just wonder at what point of the season we're going to see him, uh, Franco, because um, you know the, the the back two, you know, the two centre backs currently on a little bit of a roll. Two clean sheets. Um, no issues. Um, who do you drop, Sanchez or Dyer? And when does Romero come in? I mean, he's clearly our best centre back, I would say. But Dyer, Dyer, <sighs> Dyer. How can how can he not drop Dyer? Dyer by name, Dyer by nature. And Franco, Sanchez, Sanchez Franco, has actually been all right this season. Franco, he's I asked okay. Franco. Steve, Franco. Right. Steve, I'm Steve talking on talk. his behalf. Yeah, Steve can talk for me. That's fine. Um, no, I, I, either of them, to be honest. But I think you, you, what you've said is right. They haven't played badly, either of them. So it's a bit harsh to drop either of them so far. But, you know, the reason we'll drop them is because one of them will make a mistake. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's whichever one does that first. Um, but no, you could well play three at the back of the weekend. You don't know. There's, there's options with this squad, I guess. Um, but... I think he'll either play at the weekend or he'll be in for, who is it after that? Palace away and then Chelsea. So, yeah, yeah one of those games. I don't think it'll be too long until he becomes a regular fixture of the squad. Yeah, I want to, I want to see him in there for the Chelsea game at least. Yeah. Um, oh, 100%. Every, I think there was every defender got absolutely turned over by Lukaku in Serie A last season, except for Chiellini and Romero. Yeah. And the thought of Lukaku playing against Dyer and Sanchez as much as they've made a really good start to the season is absolutely terrifying so we we need Romero in for that definitely yeah. we we have to um take into account although they've kept two clean sheets City didn't have a striker and still don't haha <laughs> and um you know Wolves uh, I mean they haven't really got anyone up top who's doing the business right now um you know so I think I think They've been up against soft opposition up top, certainly. So I think the sooner we get Romero up to speed, for my money, the better. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, subs off the bench were a little bit um, surprising, uh, were they? Were they not? Um, Chan, I thought, is a bit strong. Really, <laughs> he brought Son, Delhi, Hoybier, and Bergfeid on in a in a game that we were cruising in. I, I thought it was a little bit over the top, really. But what do you think? Yeah, I definitely thought that was strange. Like, I've always said that we should take this game seriously because it would just be an embarrassment if we were knocked out before the group stages have even begun. And even Arsenal would be able to laugh at us then, even though they didn't qualify. So, but yeah, um, I'm glad we got the business done. But it was very surprising that we went as strong with the substitutes as we did. Um, I thought Dane Scarlett could have come on for a little while instead of Sonny. Um, but I guess it's still the start of the season. A lot of players still need a bit of match match fitness, match sharpness. So I sort of understand why he did it, but it did seem a little bit strange because we were completely in control. Mm, it was a little bit odd. Um, Franco, what's your view on that? Same question. Well, he kind of shore things up, bringing Hoybier in to start with, didn't he? Because Cess was basically playing as a de facto winger. So taking him off and bringing Hoybier in, put an extra man in the middle and 
that kind of made sense to me. And then, like like we said, that you know, the players were just getting 20 minutes just to get a little run out before the weekend. I thought Bergvine, when he came on, looked really good as well. I thought he had some uh, really good touches. He didn't hit the post, didn't he? The near post with that shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He looked lively. But yeah, it's just seeing out a game, isn't it, really? And by the time we got three, they were never going to they were never going to come back into it, I didn't feel. So it was kind of irrelevant at that point. But at the same time, I would argue the same as Shan. That's the sort of time that you want to see the youngsters come on. So a bit disappointing when you don't in those games. Yeah. Respect for Nuno, though, Steve. You know, he's taken the competition seriously. Um, uh, one of our podcasters were declaring his man crush um, on Nuno already. HG. HG. Um, what, what's your thoughts on the man so far? Has he impressed you, Steve? Um, well, we've won two in the league. Um, I don't think anybody expected us to win both of the games, so good. Um, we're playing some good football, so yeah. Um, sorry, you were asking me if Nuno's impressed me, not HG, yeah? <laughs> HG's impressed me a little bit less, but uh, Nuno has impressed me. Um, we're back to entertaining football again. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. You, you got a comment on that, Franco? I just feel like that even with all of the drama that's gone on this summer, it's just refreshing that not a lot of it's come from the manager. Do you know what I mean? Because if Jose was in charge, it would have just been at least times two. Uh, and you would have had all sorts of stuff with him going mm-hmm. off and comments and blah, blah, blah. So it's just quite nice to have a, a, a manager that seems quite humble. Uh, it seems like almost a bit back to the Poch days in that sense, which is quite nice. And oh, Don't mention Poch. <laughs> And also, you know, but, but maybe a bit less cryptic than Poch. Um, but also, yeah, the, the football looks a bit brighter. I mean, there's times when we've played a bit of long ball and it's not been great. But today you could see that against le- lesser opposition, what we were trying to do, uh, you know, playing with some width, getting balls in and, and finding the gaps. So, yeah, I think it's progress uh, and I hope that it continues. Mm, absolutely. And... Um... This is the part of the podcast we normally cover, uh, looking ahead to the weekend, I guess, Franco. So um, sticking with you for a minute, um, how do you expect we're going to line up against um, Watford? Yeah, I I don't think there'll be... Well, that's a lie. There will be some change from the last league game. I think that the back line will will probably be the same. I don't think Romero will come in, but he easily could do. Um, Apart from that, I think that it'll be back to Skip and Hoybier in the middle. I mean, potentially again, then, like I said, we could put the Celso in instead, but I think he will stick with, with Skip and Hoybier just from who's played today. Uh, and then up front, it's it's who loses out out of um, Lucas and Bergvine. And I don't know who it would be because I think that they're, they're both... I mean, judging by the fact that Lucas played so much today, I would assume that he might get dropped, but he's quite fit, so you don't know. But I would assume that H is coming in, uh, Delhi will retain his place. So that'll be it. Chan, for you, uh, who comes in, who goes out, and uh, what's your what's your sort of prediction against Watford? I think that the only change we will see is Kane in for Lucas. I I don't see Bergvar. I think Lucas Lucas's form has sort of dipped against Wolves, and today I don't think he was as good as he was against City and in preseason. And mm. Bergvine seems to be growing in confidence. So I think now would be a silly time to drop Bergvine when all he needs is that one goal and I think he'll he'll light it up. So I definitely think the only change we will see is uh yeah, um Kane in for Lucas for me. Yeah. Steve, you've got such a calming voice apparently, you should be doing sleeping apps. 
Um, you should hear me talk so, about accounting. They really are sleeping apps when I talk about that. Yeah, you're the one that people go to to tell them their business is like down the shitter. Um, <laughs> but you're Definitely. doing it in a really calm way, so they're really chilled out about it. Um, what's your <laughs> What's your prediction for the weekend and Watford? Um, what, what, what are you thinking? Line up and score. Um, haven't got much to add on on the lineup other than what Shannon Franco said on the score. <laughs> I, I can see a two 0 two 0 Had to think a tree. I've never asked you. You two didn't really give me a score, did you? So, um, Franco prediction? Uh, yeah, I'll go with the two 0 Can't see why not. I want Kane back on the score sheet and Sunny as well. Yeah, and uh, Shan. I'm going to be my usual positive self and go in with a three 0 We should be beating teams like Watford three 0 if we want to. <laughs> if we want to challenge for top four, that's what we need to do. So. I want to see us go for it. I want to see us being entertaining. I want to see, again see Kane and Sonny. I want. I really, really want to see Bergvine on the score sheet. Like I'm just willing him to score yeah. at this point. I think once he gets that goal, it's going to be a whole different player. But yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to being there. And yeah, hopefully it's a good result. Yeah, absolutely. And and for me, I, I wouldn't. I don't think anything's going to change apart from Kane coming in for Lucas. I agree with you. I, I really can't see him changing much or tweaking much. I think there'll be people coming off the bench. I'd like one, to see him. To be honest, Franco. Yeah. One thing is is Saar is their main danger man so far this season on the right, and I do worry about whether Reggie is defensively strong enough. But mm. He's got the pace to deal with it. And, you know, Davies doesn't... I can't imagine him putting Cess in there. So it's it's a difficult one. But it just means that Reggie needs to be a bit more disciplined because he's going to do a fair bit of defending, I'd imagine. Yeah. And and Sanchez has got plenty of pace to catch him if uh, if Reggie mm. lets him go, I guess. That'd be maybe the theory. But I'm going to predict... I'm going to have what's called an Andy and say 5-0. That's, that's what we're going to do to him. Jesus. Um, so please do... Um, do <laughs> hopefully send me some congratulations on Twitter when um, when I'm right. Um, can Frank, we go on? Can we just jump on that SAR link? Um, the SAR link is not that mm. SAR. I know, but the other SAR, just the SAR who it looks like we potentially might be buying. Yeah, um, who, I, I would say I've seen him a lot. But Franco will just get really angry. Every time we buy a player, Franco gets really angry does, whenever yeah. anybody rates him. So um, we're not allowed to rate him. So not unless you're incredibly neutral. Steve, listen, I'm going to put this out there on the internet. I don't think it's too much for a precedent to set to say that you have to watch the footballer play football in order to have an opinion on him, all right? There's no point getting excited just because other people say he's good, all right? That's all. Mate, I have watched at least five minutes of him on YouTube and he looks really good. <laughs> oh, I love it. You could, you could, make, you could make Harry funny. Winks look good on look good on YouTube. So you I don't think could. that's much. You fucking could. <laughs> you literally could, yeah. Just clip a few bits of the Real Madrid game, stick that little tackle and pass he did in tonight. Bob's your uncle, fan as you aren't. Any news on the Ronaldo signing? It wasn't me offering to run naked down Tottenham High Road. It was Shannon. So, <laughs> over to you on that. Um, so, you know, in terms of the my prediction, 5-0, and in terms of the podcast side of things, that's us done. I'm going to thank you all now and wrap the show up. Steve, thanks very much for joining me this evening. Thank you very much. I'm going to go go get my lemon sip and go off to bed, I think. Beautiful.
That sounds lovely. Shan, um, once again, thank you. You will be back again tomorrow. So the main, this is just a little, a little show to, or was designed to be a little show, 50 minute little show to get to talk about the game tonight. But we are back tomorrow talking transfers, weekend preview. Um, we've got some guests joining us. So um, please do tune in for that. Like, subscribe, share uh, YouTube. We're going great guns at the moment. And Chan, thanks for joining me tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for having me. As always, I'll see you tomorrow. No problem at all. Franco, thanks for uh, unexpectedly hijacking the room. It's it's always good to see your, your sweaty face. Yeah, no worries. Cheers for everyone for watching. Much appreciated. Don't forget to subscribe, like, all that game. <laughs> In the meantime, come on, you Spurs. Come, come on, on you Spurs. Spurs. Go on, Steve. Oh, you want me to do it as well? Mate, I sent a posh seat to let you guys make all the noise. Go on, let's see That's it. Come cool. on, you Spurs. I do know how to do it. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.